All right, let me pour this outline up. All right, I'm ready, but hey, man. Bro, turn your hair back quick. You look like Joe Frazier like a motherfucker now. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. Frazier is this bitch. This looks like you to fight out of me. Watch out for that left hook, nigga. I will whoop Ali's ass, man. Ali not even a goat. Hey, I believe you. <laughs> That's what Joe Frazier said, too, nigga. Don't your face ass, nigga. All right, you're back with Anthropopagy, where we mine and mind the culture. This is Louis Newton, the people's champ, the RZA of the podcast. And over there, you got my man, Vale Furious. Say what's up to the people, Vale. Yo, it's Vale Furious, Vale Furious, Vale Furious, Vale Furious. Vale Furious, all right. And last but certainly not least, I'm being polite. He's least, but you got my man Lou Money over there. Say what's up, Lou. What up, though? It's Lou Money in H-Town. You know, go by Silky the Silk Man. El Say Doso, Blaze Silkwood, bringing the talent to the pie. You know what it is. <laughs> All right. I like that. I like that. So today we're going to be talking about, uh, well, first let me go into like how this topic came about. So. I know y'all are familiar with uh, Jesse Williams, Jesse, dude from Empire. Smollett, man, Smollett. Yeah, yeah, that dude. Uh, Jamal Lyon. Jamal Lyon, Lyon. right, right. So he went through his little thing, and everybody on the left, meaning the Democratic side, the fuck Trump side, up in arms. Oh, they saying MAGA country, they put a noose around it, they threw bleach on blah, blah, blah. And honestly, my first thought was... They ain't put him in a trash can. Like, I know that was wrong, <laughs> but like, I, I'm very limited on Empire. But the one or two episodes I've seen, he was getting put in a trash can. Like, and that's just what popped in my head. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. And Lucian put him in a trash exactly, can, right? Exactly. So then I start thinking, like, okay, stuff's not really adding up. Like, the police say they came to him. Three hours later, he still got the noose around his neck. Like, what, what, he couldn't get it off? Like, come on, man. That was kind of fishy. Then they didn't see nobody on the surveillance camera. No, they saw somebody, but he was walking. They were walking away from the crime scene, like, a half an hour before Jesse Williams even showed. So it's just stuff. Not saying it didn't happen, but stuff that needed to be answered. So, like, I had questions. Seems like I was the only one. Everybody else was... See, this is Trump's influence and blah, 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 yeah. which it probably is. So then what popped up down my timeline is same type of story, but from the other side, black lady, Trump supporter working at a church with her uh, Trump hats. Uh, all, no, she normally had her Trump hats lined up on the back window of her car. But today she was wearing it loud and proud or whatever. And it was six in the morning. Apparently two black guys came and robbed her jumped her kicking her in the stomach beating her up real bad and oh they broke her car windows out too like they supposedly broke out her car windows now i look at that story look at the comments and it's the completely opposite oh they wouldn't do that to her and she's lying she's got a history of lying and uh look at her face it doesn't look it looks like she's just holding one eye open she don't got a black eye if they really would have beat her she would have looked way worse and i'm sitting there thinking like Okay, yeah, maybe, but that doesn't mean she didn't get assaulted. 
that don't mean her car windows didn't get broke. Oh, she opened up a GoFundMe. So that kind of got me thinking about mob mentality versus group things. So now let me just hit the definitions real quick. Mob mentality describes how people can be influenced by their peers to adopt certain behaviors on largely emotional rather than rational basis. Now, that describes the Trump people perfectly. They throw all the fucking facts out of the window and just hate Mexicans and black people. Like, if, if you play to their hatred, you got them. But on the left, we got that same type of thing, except it's groupthink, a little bit different. Groupthink is a psychological phenomenon that occurs within a group of people in which the desire for harmony or conformity in the group results in the irrational or dysfunctional decision-making outcome. Group members try to minimize conflict and reach a consensus decision without critical evaluation of alternative viewpoints by actively suppressing dissenting viewpoints and by isolating themselves from outside influences. And that sounds like it's describing the left to a T. If you don't agree with them, there you can be agree with them on 90% of the issues, but if you don't agree with them on that one, then it's a lot of them. It could be immigration. It could be LGBT rights. It could be civil rights. It could be uh, on corporations. They stump you out. Like, they stump you into the ground. You're, you're going to get primaried. So that brings us to the first topic. Uh, I want to get into the immigration thing. And it's just a prime example of the mob mentality I was just talking about. We got a clip for you of Will Hurd on uh, the Bill Maher show, Real Time with Bill Maher. And he is talking. Well, I'll, I'll let you hear for yourself. Truly the only 50-50 district in Texas, 50% Republican, 50% Democrat. And I bet you the people think you're a Democrat. <laughs> but you're not. Well, look, I'm a proud Republican. You're a proud, But, I, but, yeah. I, but I, I try to talk about things that make sense, like border security. You know, since I have more border than any other member of Congress, I'm the only Republican that represents a part of the border. There's, there's nine members right. of Congress that represent the border. All I'm, Democrats I'm, I'm, all for Democrats you, sure. Except for me. And I have the most, almost two-thirds of the border between the U.S. and Mexico. And you've called Trump's wall a myth, right? The need for a wall, a well, myth? Well, I, I've said that when um, saying that this is, uh, hasn't been a problem for multiple administrations, that's a myth. But I do believe building a 30-foot-high concrete structure that takes three hours to penetrate from sea to shining sea is the most expensive and least effective way to do border security. So, so but is... Well, let's talk about what might be a myth in this area. Is the fact that immigration is a big problem, I think, is a myth. Do you think immigration is even a top 10 problem in America, one of our top 10 biggest problems? Last year, 400,000 people came to our country illegally, and that's a decrease of 80% since 2000. So, but 400,000 is still a lot of people. All right, so y'all right. just heard the clip. Um, yeah, Luma, what you think about that? I mean, he's making some good points about it not being necessary. I mean, there is. So I'm in Houston, where it's largely a Democratic area. Pretty much everybody voted for Beto. Very diverse. Um, but you have a lot of stretches, uh, you know, around the Texas border where the fear mongering really plays. I mean, that's why Ted Cruz is still the senator and Beto didn't win. Mm. Um 
But, it, I mean, and part of it, I mean, you see advertisements about sex trafficking and all that kind of stuff. So, I mean, things do happen. But, I mean, that, that border wall is not going to be effective at all. I mean, it's just a way of, uh, damn, I wish I could remember that quote uh, from LBJ, another uh, Texas politician who said, you can go very far, um, you know, blaming somebody else. Uh, for for your problems in in, uh, in government, and if you give somebody that they can point their finger at, you can stick your hand in their pocket. I mean, I'm paraphrasing basically. So, I mean, that's the oldest play in the book. So, use fear mongering, the fear of Mexicans coming over and stealing jobs, um, sex trafficking, drug trafficking. But again, that's not going to be effective. It's just a way of saying, hey, I did something about border security because I put a wall up. Right. But it's not effective at all. Exactly. Bill, what about you? Uh, yeah, I, I got to agree with him, man. Like, uh, I think I, I heard something similar used uh, or said about um, when Hitler was uh, so-called blaming the uh, Jewish community for the uh, problems in Germany when he first ran it. Using that same little fear and then just blaming the group and then, like, you know, uh minimizing or taking care of that group or like you know to 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 make it like you taking care of a problem that's not really there or making it like it's they part of so i agree with that man i heard it before so so let me uh, give you all the exact quote it says lbj former president lyndon bain johnson from texas represented texas said if you can convince the lowest white man he's better than the best colored man he won't notice you're picking his pocket Hell, give him somebody to look down on, and he'll empty his pockets for you. Yeah, that's all facts. Now, I was just about to hit you with that. But, uh, yeah, so let me touch on a little bit of that. So, even with a, the, the Republican person who's down there, who's on the border, he controls two-thirds of the border. Even with him saying, hey, this isn't the way to do it. Yeah, a border wall will stop people from coming over the border, but it's the most expensive, least effective way. He said it clear as day. And what are the reasons that you're trying to stop this stuff? Oh, they're coming over, taking our jobs. Not true. They, in, in fact, the immigration from Mexicans, the flow has been steadily going down for the past 10 years. Like, and that's a fact. Nobody's disputing that. They just don't talk about it. Then the other one is Oh, the opioid crisis. Huge problem. Yes. Is a wall going to stop that? No, because all the drugs are coming in on trucks straight through ports of entry. Like that that stuff is still going to be coming through the exact same way. It doesn't address that at all. They're hiding it in mangoes and oranges. Exactly. Exactly. So they need that money on the border, but to for like x-ray machines for those trucks and shit like that. That's what they're saying. And. Of course, you got him watching. Uh, I, I don't know if y'all heard about this, but he went into great detail talking about how he found not him, but how Border Patrol is finding prayer rugs in the desert. And they have souped up cars that are much faster than Border Patrol cars and like all this shit. And somebody mentioned like, hey, that, that that's the plot of Sicario. Does he think Sicario is real? <laughs> 
And, and yes, like he, that, that's so they what? they went down and was asking Border Patrol, like, hey, have you heard any of those things? And like, no, no, we don't we don't have any reports of it or people being transported, duct taped in trunks, like women. No, no, that's not how they do it. But it happened in Sicario. Like, I don't know if he in his base is eating it up. It's my reality. They say that Muslims or like Mexican Muslims or no, no just uh, like terrorists and shit. Like, but it's a movie. It's bullshit. Sicario. Yeah, it happened in Sicario. Sicario too. <laughs> and he went. He was tweeting out like as facts, and his base is eating that shit up as always because they're. Fear and hatred of people who look different than them outweighs their concern for facts and reason. Like, right. they, they're lo- people are losing jobs, people taxes are going up, the government will shut down. But we got to get that wall built because fuck the Mexicans. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah, it's fucking crazy, man. Yeah, it's man. They Sad. took our news. They took our jobs. They took our jobs. <laughs> man, they had a vice. They had a vice news special about a state where they had passed. I forget what state it was offhand, but they passed a law where, hey, make, you know, you can't have undocumented workers picking fruit. It, had, it gave white people those jobs. Man, they passed afternoon doing that shit. <laughs> yeah, and that's the other thing. Like, if you really wanted to have an honest, uh, honest goal at bipartisan how do if this is the problem them coming over here and working how do we solve it you go after the people hiring not the people who are working because the people hiring are helping them get fake documents and i've also heard that back when it was nixon and george bush they were very different when it comes to border security they were for basically open borders because it's cheap labor they were for the corporations. It's better for corporations to have those Mexicans coming over doing those jobs that they could pay them less for. So they were all for that shit. This is, we hate Mexican shit is very recent. What happened though was as we increased the uh, the border patrol presence and made it more difficult to come across the border instead of those people coming over to work seasonally, making the money, going back home and living for the year off the money they made, they come over here work and stay. Because it's, it's more difficult to get across the border now. So why would you do it multiple times? No, you just come over here once and stay. But they're doing it so they can get the money. You go after the people who are making the money, not the ones who are fucking working, like trying to feed their families. It's retarded and redundant. All right, keeping in line with the politicians on that crazy shit. We got to get on this. Virginia Governor Ralph Coonman Northam. And ladies and gentlemen, that's not just something I'm calling him. That is his actual name. His nickname in his yearbook was Coon Man. How do you account for one of your nicknames that's listed in the VMI yearbook in 1981, Coon Man? What's your explanation for that? Why? I don't know. Maybe it has something to do with the fact that he's pictured in blackface standing next to a dude in a full clan uniform. <laughs> Maybe that that was the character he was portraying in that picture was Cool Man. So he was like the man playing the man who dressed up in blackface. He wasn't dressing up in blackface. <laughs> he was on his Robert Downer Jr. shit. I know he's just I a am. man disguised as a man disguised as another man. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that, that, that explains it perfectly. You know what? 
that would be a better explanation than he gave. Because the explanation that he gave was off the fucking wall. Pun intended. So, get this. He gets caught. Well, not, I wouldn't say get caught. They bring out this picture of him from his yearbook. And, and not high school yearbook. Med school. He's 25 years old. This is 1984. So, they bring the picture out. He has the press conference, does the right thing, apologizes. I don't know what I was thinking, blah, blah, blah. It was wrong, blah, blah, blah. They're like, good. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. He wasn't expecting that. He comes back with another press conference a couple days later like, okay, yeah, um, I know I said that was me, but that wasn't me. I know 100% it wasn't me because I did dress up in blackface, but not for that picture. There was a talent show where I dressed up as Michael Jackson. Yes, Michael Jackson. <laughs> and well, Michael Jackson did the moonwalk. He didn't have no melanin, I remember, man. Yeah, hey. my, my, Michael was, was light bright by the time he was moonwalking. <laughs> so, yeah, like, Vinaligo. The Vinaligo was fucking taking over, yeah, In man. full effect. Like so, in, in in response to that, he said, "That's why I didn't you I didn't go over the top with the shoe polish. I just put a little bit on because I don't know if you know this. If anybody's ever tried this, shoe polish doesn't come off, and like everybody's just looking around like, nah, nigga, <laughs> nobody has ever tried. You're the only one, or so we thought. We'll get to that next, but." Then one of the report. Then he goes on to say, "Oh yeah, I actually won the talent show because I knew how to moonwalk." And then one of the reporters said, "Oh, you still know how to moonwalk?" <laughs> what, what do you do? What do you do? I heard you laughing, so you know what's up. He looked behind, like, "Oh, this is my cue." This will get me off, and I can moonwalk myself out of this situation. <laughs> he was gonna moonwalk right off the stage, but his wife jumped in, like, "Uh, uh, no, 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 in- inappropriate circumstances." He says, oh, well, uh, yeah, that's why she's here. Uh, she says it's inappropriate. <laughs> well, before he said that's why she's here, he said, I actually dressed up like someone else. And she told him, you dressed up like Michael Jackson. Right, right. Yeah. He didn't even remember offhand. And then that's when a reporter said, can you still moonwalk? So, <laughs> so his defense is, there's a dead white girl right there. And I'm pictured standing above her body. But I know it wasn't me because I was killing this other white girl on the other side of town <laughs> that I remember clearly. Uh, what, her name was, uh, 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 what was her name? And then his wife, uh, that was Janice. <laughs> like, what the fuck are you doing, man? Like, and now he's still refusing to step down. Shit is crazy. Shit is crazy. They're not calling for this guy, Northam, as far as I've heard, to actually resign. No, but no. they are on the lieutenant governor's ass. No, that's incorrect. Everybody who's anybody's came out and told him, like, he's got to get the fuck out of here. Like, it's one guy who's saying, yeah. Than him, actually. You say what? I've heard more about the lieutenant governor than him as far as, like, having to resign. Like, Kamala Harris and came. All the presidential nominees right. so far. Cory Booker, Kamala Harris, they've all come down on the lieutenant governor. Same thing for and the I, governor. Mob mentality, I mean, that might be part of that group think around, hey, believe all women, the Me Too movement okay. right now, don't nobody want to get anywhere close to a woman saying she got raped and you signed with that nigga. So they on his ass. I felt more so than, this, than the governor. Okay, yeah, so it, it might look like that, but that's specifically because... 
He's just the latest. Like when the shit came out with the governor, all those same people you were talking about, Gillibrand, Kamala Harris, uh, AOC, all of them were saying the same thing about the governor that he needs to step aside and he's not doing anything but hurting the party right now. The uh, Virginia Black Caucus, I believe, like um, everybody, everybody who's anybody has called for his resignation. So like when you were talking about the lieutenant governor, they did the same thing with him, too. So the one thing that stuck out to me about that, though, was I knew how the politicians were going to act because it's only one political way to go with that. You're a Democrat. You just gotten Kavanaugh's ass. For this exact same type of thing. So you have to keep that same in energy. Or you really don't. You could be a Republican, be a Mitch McConnell. Yeah. Right? And just completely say, no, this is different. <laughs> but that that's the difference between the parties. One stands up for actual morals and principles. And the other one doesn't give a fuck. So... They, they were Wait, all man. saying basically the same thing. You got to step down like he, he needs to step aside. And both of them, the lieutenant governor and governor, are refusing to to step down. Like they're, they're trying to fight. He said, I did nothing wrong and this is unfounded, blah, blah, blah. The first woman, this is an older story. It came out. It was actually investigated by a newspaper and they found that it was... It wasn't enough evidence to say one way or the other whether he did it or he didn't do it. So he kind of, if it was just that, and that was my position too. Like, okay, they did investigate. He's calling for an investigation. He's doing the shit that Kavanaugh wasn't. So I, I don't know. If It's not like he's got multiple. All of a sudden, another woman pops up out of nowhere. Now it's multiple. And she has the receipts. She has text messages or emails she sent to her friends. She has her friends saying, yes, I remember 100% when she said this happened. And she's saying it was premeditated. It, it wasn't even an air of consensuality. Like, it was 100%. He just set me up and he took it. And it is horrible to hear. And you would think it would get everybody uh, on the same page. And again, the politicians were, but insert that groupthink slash mob mentality. And this is one of the rare instances for me that I witnessed the mob mentality on the left. Because I just Googled his name on Facebook, Lieutenant Government Fairfax. And I'm looking at some of the comments and it's shit like, yeah, I'm side-eyeing this. Fuck Kavanaugh. <laughs> oh, that's what he said. The same guy. He said, "Fuck Kavanaugh," oh, but I'm side eyeing this. How? How is it too different? It's the same exact scenario. What in the corn beef is going on in West Virginia? Two bigots and racists calling shots. Lord help. Yeah, it, that that was the uh, I'm side eyeing this. That was a response to that first thing. Uh, this is a setup, pure and simple. And then this one guy says, "But no mention of setup at the Kavanaugh procedure." This was a Mark Kowalski, some Polish last name that I can't pronounce. The one white guy on the thread, he said, oh, y'all wasn't talking that setup shit with Kavanaugh. And he's right. They weren't. So these are all people completely switching up their energy because we got a black lieutenant governor who could be like the fifth governor in U.S. history, the fifth black governor. There haven't been that many. And two of them weren't even elected. It's been a situation like this where the governor had to step down. So they're letting that emotion from that overlook their... Oh, my God. Here goes enough. 
I don't believe the lies about Bill Cosby or R. Kelly. I don't believe the lies about the lieutenant governor either. <laughs> so now, <laughs> just the fact that he's linked with R. Kelly and Bill Cosby, that's making his shit look way worse oh, to a normal, not mob mentality motherfucker like me. Like, if, if you talk about him in the same breath as them two, you're not doing him any favors. Like, the shit, the shit is crazy. It's the exact same shit, just on the other foot. Like, you got to keep that same energy. You got to stand on principles and morals and not your emotions because you come out looking like a hypocrite. Yeah, man. Yeah. All right, Lou, let's let's hear the hotel. What? Go ahead, bro. Go ahead, bro. Let's, let's, let's hear the I know you called me Lou. Oh, yeah, yeah, my bad, my bad. I'm sorry, I missed it. <laughs> it was weird. <laughs> yeah, it's only one hotel. Yeah, man. Anyway, <laughs> man, listen, it, it ain't, it ain't, again, it ain't no hotel, man, but uh, this is the guy who raped the, at least the two black women. Correct. That came out, right? Correct. <laughs> so, like, I mean, I mean, it's a slippery slope, and then, like, like I said, man, nobody wants to have sex with politicians, man, so... You know what I mean? It's a little bit more believable that there could be some reasonable doubt when it comes to entertainers or whatever, but with politicians, man, they're guilty 100% of the fucking time. You know what I mean? Especially if it's black women coming out, like, right. you know what I mean? Like, come on, man. Nobody's lying, dude. Yeah, he did that shit. You know what I mean? The one my nigga 50 Cent, also known as Kanan. Whatever they said he did, that nigga did that. He did that shit. Guilty as fuck. <laughs> that shit. <laughs> that shit. <laughs> Whatever they, they say. And it's black women. Oh yeah. They did that shit. <laughs> well, look. Let me let me say this though, for the record though, because politicians, well, the one politician that it was a setup with was my man Herman Cain when he was yeah. on Obama's ass. Man, they they set up. He, he was on Obama's ass. Got him out of there. <laughs> he was, he was, <laughs> he was on his ass. Obama's ass. He's gonna be the second black president. He's gonna be the second black president. They was on his ass. Like, oh my god. Like that, yeah. So, Herman shout out to Herman Cain. Shout out to Herman. Man. I heard Herman hey, Cain. Herman Cain, if you listen to him, brother. We're we, we not dealing with that, man. We're not dealing with you. Herman <laughs> Cain, <laughs> man. He was probably about to man. Shit. All right, man. Keeping with the... Uh, I, shit, fuck it. Let, let, let's go more blackface, man. So, Jimmy Kimmel, like... He, and this is an example of group think because right now Jimmy Kimmel is a bastion for liberal views he's sticking it to Tucker Carlson on Fox News he's fighting the uh, insurance companies he he's exposing the bullshit that goes on in this country and who's doing it on the right and the left loves him for that He's he's like a model citizen, but however, I remember when I was about sixteen watching this particular show with him and Adam Carolla called The Man Show. This is the kind of show that had a segment called "Girls Jumping on Trampolines," where it was just about oh yeah, that shit was lit. Yeah, about thirty forty five seconds of. <laughs> of women jumping on trampolines, like just bouncing around on trampolines and camera right where you would think. <laughs> so this is that guy. This is that guy. There was fucking man. I gotta send this shit to y'all. I hate to interrupt you, but videos of Jimmy Fallon surfing that, that nigga doing blackface. That's I seen that shit. He was doing Chris Rock one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I, I seen that shit. 
this thing was like he was impersonating Chris Rock or some shit. Yeah, it, bro, it, it it was kind of a good impression. <laughs> oh, man, you gotta stop right. with these fucking you know man. You sound with Drake on his shit. You sound with on his shit. You sound with uh-huh. on his shit, nigga. Come on, right, man. Let me, let me combat that shit about it being funny, man. It was a, it was a good Chris Rock impression. But you didn't need to see the nigga in the black painting with the nappy hair. You put a nappy frog and everything. Bro, like, I'm not saying I don't I need didn't to say see that okay. to know you trying to be. Remember when we all just put that stuff like Lil Wayne on Halloween, nigga? Remember that shit? 100%. Keep that energy. All right, listen, listen, listen. I'm not saying it was okay. What I'm saying is it was a good impression that he worked. You could tell it wasn't. That wasn't the nigga dressing up like Lil Wayne with fucking gum paper on his teeth and shit. That's different. You're you're not you're not dressing up as him out of respect. Like you could tell when Jimmy Fallon did that shit. He, he wait wait let me finish let me finish. He, All right, go ahead. He, he worked on it and it was actually a good impression. If you just heard the audio of that, I would have laughed my ass off. He definitely wait. Let me finish. Let me interject. Go ahead. Hey, go ahead. I'm gonna let. Listen, all races work on their racism, man. Don't pat him on the back for that shit, man. Because he's working on his racism. Yeah, that, 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 that was top-notch racism. But look, so, what, I, what I'm saying, though, is I, I'm looking at his intent. I know his intent wasn't nefarious. Or I'm not going to say I know. I don't think it was. At the same time, nigga, that's not acceptable. Somebody should have said, hey, do the impression Lose the fucking black face in the wig. You don't yeah. want to do that. Like, that should have been... No, no. Somebody around so, no, him no, should have stopped no, him from doing that no, bullshit. No, no, He should have done better. Let me, let, me stop, man. Man. Let me get in here, man. Right. So, you were basically saying Megyn Kelly should have kept her job. I didn't mention Megyn Kelly at all. Because Megyn Kelly, that beautiful, delicate, white <laughs> ape, uh, <laughs> uh, just because she said... You can be in blackface if you're playing a character. He was playing a character of Carl Malone. Jimmy Fallon was playing a character of uh, Chris Rock. Um, Drake was playing a character of, McDon- of Ronald McDonald in blackface. But <laughs> <laughs> your theory, she, she should have kept her job. I'm saying that shit should never be tolerated. And everybody that does that shit's got to go. Because... No matter what you say, they are using. He was using broken English with that shit. I don't care if Carl Malone sounds like that. Anytime somebody, they equivalent of like a white person using ebonics around a black person, times to the tenth power when you add that blackface shit to it. It is never. It, it is never uplifted. It is never aspirational or inspirational about black people. It's always to disparage them. Always to to look down and, and use the the point of being black as a pejorative. So Jimmy Fallon got to fucking go. Jimmy Kimmel got to fucking go. And I don't care if I'm a comedian. I might go on their show if they. <laughs> but let, I'm letting them know right now. You all know this motherfucker. If it's a petition to get your ass the fuck out of here, I'm gonna get your ass the fuck out of here. Uh yeah. Well, again, I didn't say it was okay. I'm saying. I don't think Jimmy Fallon was doing it to be racist. Doesn't mean it's okay. You got the right idea with that. And the Jimmy Kimmel thing. So you're saying Jimmy Kimmel does that in, what, 15 years ago? So all the work that he's doing now goes out the window? And again, wait, here's the other thing. I don't, I don't hold comedians 
to the same standard that I would hold a politician. So uh, yeah, that's if, a good point. if a yeah, politician yeah. does that, I don't care if you're doing all the right things now, it's kind of like being shallow with women. Like, okay, you can go after a woman who's intelligent, funny, who gets your sense of humor, is a good person, but that don't mean she has to be a fat girl. You, you can find a beautiful woman with all those qualities. I can find a politician who has all the good qualities that I like and hey, hasn't hey, appeared in blackface. Hey, I love plus size women. Holla at your boy. Me too. I take I, that, that was just an analogy. I love that bitch. Shut the fuck up. It's some of this silkiness. You are invited. But let me say this, man. Um... You make a very good point because what I have heard about the Northam fella is that the, the governor of Virginia is like, they're saying, oh, he can stay because he's creating all these progressive policies. People are getting Medicaid. But to your point, we should hold politicians, people that are able to make laws that affect our lives to a higher standard than we hold comedians. Okay, real but, quick, real quick, just for the people, if y'all want to hear that uh, Jimmy Kimmel impression, just go to YouTube. I'm not going to play it because it's more visual. If you just hear the audio, it takes away. Go to YouTube and type in Jimmy Kimmel, Carl Malone, blackface. That's all you need to hear. And just for your, to get the full context, Google Carl Malone and hear how he talks. Because he kind of sounds like a white person doing a black voice. <laughs> so when Jimmy Kimmel does it, it, it he's doing him. But... Does that mean that Jimmy Kimmel just picked a racist sounding dude to do his racist sounding voice? Hey, like, hey, if I, they can't say I'm racist if I do it like Carl Malone because he sound like that. Carl Malone say blah, blah, blah. Yeah, come on, man. And Jimmy Kimmel was like, you, you got to do better. But to his credit, he has done better. So um, was there anything else? Well, all right, let me just say this. Okay, Lewis is a is a is a great stand-up comedian who will be doing five minutes on jimmy kimmel and jimmy <laughs> fallon but trust and believe jimmy fallon and jimmy kimmel i will keep this same energy when we meet i don't forget blackface shit and we're gonna have a conversation about this but my shit's gonna be so great that y'all gonna be like all right we apologize and i might even have the niggas apologize when i'm there as a part of my bits that's not a bad idea <laughs> And they definitely deserve that, deserve to have to apologize. I'm not sure that they haven't. I'm actually probably thinking they have profusely apologized for that bullshit. If they haven't, something is seriously wrong. But keeping that same energy going with the holding people to higher standards and people growing from mistakes they've made in the past. Let's get to this Liam Neeson shit. Oh, man. Yeah, so... We all know the story about that. Like, he, he was in some interview, and he was talking to the guy, and he said somebody close to him was raped. And That's hella trouble for a movie, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, hey, hey. I, I don't know what the hell. <laughs> well, that, he, was t he was explaining, like, how he, had the, how he got in the character, I think, or some shit. And I think he was saying he, like, went back to that moment. Oh, did he? Or something, because... Because the role he's playing is a revenge role, just like all his roles. Every like, movie he's in is a revenge role. You know what I mean? I'm looking for revenge. Okay, so oh, anyway. So what ended up happening is somebody close to him was raped. And it was by a black person. 
So, which is so rare because black people don't be raping people like that. We get there's so many stories about us allegedly raping somebody, and they use that as, as an excuse to burn down Rosewood <laughs> on Black Wall Street. <laughs> you don't ever be raping nobody. Okay. Hey, you make a very valid point, but let's make sure we get this shit down. He's not no. saying don't believe women. <laughs> Listen, we've been falsely accused a lot in history, and it's caused some major issues. <laughs> we have been like niggas on rape bitches like that, man. <laughs> Shit, you got. I've never thought about that. You, you definitely have a point. <laughs> but anyway, so hey, just for the record, I just want to say women are not bitches, man. Yeah, I agree. I, I don't know why he was saying that. <laughs> hey, yeah, I that. I didn't mean that. You know, Silky is, you know, for the... Uh, email all hate mail to Lewis. I'm going to believe that. I'm going to believe that. <laughs> believe what I said, my other... No, no, other no, everything else is definitely standing. <laughs> we know you hate bitches, man. Like... <laughs> Hey, it's a difference between bitches and sisters. Jay Z told us that. Oh my God! Yes. Okay, go go ahead and rock with that. Man. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we let, let let me get through this shit. So Liam Neeson, somebody got raped. Black person did it. He decides he's gonna pick up a I don't crowbar, whatever the fuck he said. It was some uh, foreign shit. object, man. Yeah, some foreign object that get you because he know he can't go one on one. Cause he, cause he know he can't go head up with a black man and win. So you know, what I mean, he got an even eyes with a weapon. Correct. He does not have you know I mean? a special set of skills in real life. <laughs> he would get those hands quickly. So he he got his little weapon and he's walking around and he said he was just waiting for a black dude to start something with him because he was gonna kill him. That's fucked up. It is. That's all fucked up. It's all. No, he fucked said up. he didn't say black dude. He didn't say black. Yeah. Dude, he said a black, black bastard. Because black people don't. We, we all know black people. Black we ain't got a father. Right. <laughs> like that's just a little thing that that flew under the wayside. <laughs> the black bastard. Black bastard. Wow. Black bastards, man. We ain't got no fathers around to teach us not to rape. Liam Neeson's white, uh, white female princess. friends and shit. Or his you know, white so. queen. Hey, man, I was just passive about this nigga. I don't think I've ever seen any of his fucking movies. Dude, I was just passive nah, about nah, it. Nigga got great movies. He got great movies, man. I ain't gonna shit on him. Best movie he was ever in great fucking movie. was fucking Saw. And he was laying on the floor the whole time. He was, he was in Saw? Oh, yeah, he, he, he wasn't he in Jigsaw, Saw, man. He not in Jigsaw. Bro, that's Jigsaw, man. Oh, this nigga racist, man. You think all white people look alike? That's not Jigsaw. <laughs> <laughs> nigga ain't Jigsaw, man. But Taken like and Unknown and Widows, man. Some great fucking movies he had, man. Widows was good. Widows was good. I don't like seeing white men <laughs> with white women. White, oh, shit. Anyway, white men with black women, but you know what I mean? Yeah, because you racist. That's cool. That's cool. <laughs> anyway, so what, what, what y'all like? What, what, what's y'all feelings on that? Should, should he be forgiven? Should he uh, get Why you say that, though? Like, you could have just kept that to yourself. Like, What? Why did he say that? I, I'm yeah. like, what was your mentality? Like, how did you think this was going to go? Like, you thought you were going to sell it? Like, did you? Because I understand that, you know, you, you walk in the grocery store aisle, and, and you, you, you see the People magazine or Us Weekly, and it'll say some shit like, um, you know, Sandra Bullock's is kid is doing well or some shit because she's got a movie coming out or 
or uh, Tom Cruise is, is trying to get back with Katie Holmes because <clears throat> he's got a movie coming out. A headline that says, Liam Neeson wants to kill a random black bastard does not make me want to go see his fucking movie. <laughs> that, is, that is true. That is true. So, okay. It's a motive. I just want, I don't understand the motive behind ever saying that shit, man. Because oh, before, I was neutral about this nigga. Now I'm like, fuck Liam Neeson. All right. J- just to clear yes, something. Just, Liam Neeson, I'll whoop his ass. Yeah, he might whoop your ass. He might have enough skills to whoop your ass. <laughs> I wouldn't advise you run up hey, on him. <laughs> hey, look, man. Look, man. Let me get my take on that shit, man. Go ahead, like, man. Go ahead. Wait, before you do, man, Bell, before you even... do, wait, 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 hold on. I just want to clear something up for the listeners. Uh, yeah, I just did a little uh, Google research, and Liam Neeson was not in Saw. Like, that was a whole different white guy. Like, oh, white guy. Like, <laughs> so, yeah. If, 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 just, white guy. <laughs> just for y'all knowledge. Yeah, yeah, okay. They knew that already. They knew that no, already, no, man. I, I don't know, man. <laughs> he looked just like him. <laughs> yeah man like look uh you know i ain't in the business of forgiveness too much you know what i mean but you know i, I mean i never really cared for liam neeson anyway man but i'm still gonna if, if he come out with another dope ass movie i'm gonna watch this shit you know what i mean because i can enjoy the film without forgiving the nick mm. you know what i mean like i mean he look racist, man. I mean, like, look at him, man. You know what I mean? Like, come on, man. So, I never got. I mean, but foreign ass. Levels, but then again, I'm saying though, it's levels to the racist shit. You know what I mean? Like he he volunteered that information. It wasn't like somebody dug it up from 30 years ago and yeah, didn't put it out there. So like he was he wasn't trying to. He was just like showing. But yeah, you know, he didn't really have no filter though. Like. I would have at least lied and be like, I just said, like, he said black bastard. To me, he's been a little bit too honest. Yes. Yeah, or whatever, you know what I mean? But anyway, I mean, teach his own, man. If it hurt his pockets. And I just seen an article where they said his movie that came out, it did the worst numbers of <laughs> any of his movies either. So, yes. you know what I mean? So, it's hurting his pockets. I don't really care. But who's I mean, really checking a for a Liam Neeson movie even before this fucking controversy? I didn't even know he had a movie people, coming out. Man. Think about it, man. Hollywood is a very. Uh, risk averse fucking industry. Hence all the remakes that happen. You got all these movies that Liam Neeson been in, all this revenge bullshit. It's good people are going to see this shit. So he was a box office draw. But this just in an hour ago, Spike Lee won't cast Liam Neeson after rape revenge comment. So he will never be in a Spike Lee movie, ladies and gentlemen. News. Was he a big? Like, was he in do the right thing? Like Loki? And I didn't know because Spike worked with the same people. But like, he, he don't oh, have he, a wide range. He does movies where it's not just black centric. I mean, he did Twenty Fifth Hour. He did Son of Sam. He's he done did, a couple. He ain't do Son. That was Spike Lee. Yeah, he did. A, he did the Son of Sam movie. Yeah, that's Spike Lee, man. Damn. Yeah, I, I did, did. Whoa, that was good. I saw that too. I loved it. So I mean, that that matters. And Spike Lee's up for it. Spike Lee wins this best director, man. His stock's going to rise up like a motherfucking. People are going to work with him. So Liam Neeson is out. So this matters. So that's a good thing, Speaking man. Speaking of Spike Lee. Oh, yeah. Let me say this, man. This was so fucking weird, man. Amazon, Jeff fucking Bezos, he put, like, I was on Amazon, and they recommended I watch the fucking commuter in the midst of all this. <laughs> Google knows you better than your, your girlfriend knows you, man. Like, you are a coon. Like, it's trying to tell you who you are. <laughs> <laughs> to your now, he wants to kill a random black bastard. 
I wonder why I'm a fan now. Fuck you, Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> they know your heart, man. You talking tough on the cat, on the pod or whatever, but they know, they know what you really think, man. You gonna go on Jimmy Kimmel be like, yeah, 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 Jimmy likes it. <laughs> you ain't gonna say shit about no blackface. <laughs> go, 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 break dance on Jimmy right. Kimmel, huh? <laughs> start, <laughs> start, fight. <laughs> Jimmy Kimmel jujuing on that beat. <laughs> jujuing on the what? <laughs> on that beat, man. Juju. All, right, so, all right, last thing about let, let me get my take on the Liam Neeson thing. So, I believe that people can grow, and you got to give them an honest look. You can't just uh, paint with such a wide brush that anytime anybody does that, they're canceled and blah, blah, blah. I believe you should look at everybody critically and determine what should happen with that person on a case-by-case basis. I don't think this is the one that needs to be saved. Like, cancel that motherfucker, man. Like, with what he brings to the table, like, I was looking at some of his uh, politics, and he's anti-gun, or, like, he said... uh, What? Yeah, he says he opposes what he sees as the unrestricted right to own firearms in the United States and has made calls for gun control. Like, so he's done that, but... He's a Democrat, yeah. At the same time, wait for it, uh, not too long ago, this was in January of 2018, he raised concerns over the Me Too movement on Ireland's The Late Show, describing the movement as a witch hunt. Oh, man, because he got some skeletons in his closet, man. He probably used his fucking uh, influence to get some pussy. That, that's what it sounds like. <laughs> so, But the other thing it sounds like as is somebody who isn't going to hold their tongue. Like, he, he'll go out and he'll say whatever is on his mind and he'll take the heat for it. He's not afraid to speak his mind. So that gives me, give, well, me give him some kind of credit because he did say... I went out and I was looking for a black person to start black something bastard. with me, a black bastard black to, bastard. to start something yeah. with me. Like he wasn't just going to crack a random dude over the head. He was waiting for somebody to start something with him and he didn't do it. So like, you know what? I can't give him points for that, for going out to kill a motherfucker and failing. <laughs> like, you Let know what? Nah, nah, Let me nah. chime in. Let me chime in real go quick. Go ahead. Go ahead. He didn't find it because black men do not start confrontations with people. So, Facts. Big facts. <laughs> Big facts, man. You've never on. seen it happen. <laughs> I've never seen it happen. <laughs> All right, so speaking of people trying to get redemption and fucking it up, let's go with that Gucci shit. So before we get into okay. the stuff now, I was Gucci. I didn't even want to talk about this, but my man Lou Money, he brought something up to me. He was like, bro, I was just on Gucci. We, we were just talking about how the the steps they were making because they just brought on Dapper Dan. If you don't know who Dapper Dan was, he brought up, and you know what? It's Black History Month. Let, 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 let me give Dapper Dan his flowers. He he brought high fashion into hip hop like during the eighties. He was styling artists like LL. Like if you go back and look at Eric and being Rock Kim, their first uh, album covers paid in full. Father the leader. They had on Dapper Dan shit. He even had Alpo wearing his stuff. But whatever. So. Whatever you wanted to do, like if you wanted the Gucci print seats on in your car, you went to Dapper Dan. That that's what he did. He and it was kind of knockoff. Wait, I ain't gonna say knock. Kind of knockoff. It was one hundred percent knockoff shit. But it was 
it was a status symbol. Like, if you was black in the hood and you saw that shit, you were fresh as fuck. Like, so they Gucci but eventually. That was, go ahead. The way he got on is that they started using his designs for their campaigns. Exactly. So Wait, they, before was, that, before that, like he, Dapper Dan, he was rocking from about eighty-two to ninety-two when Gucci shut them down. Like, they, they sued the shit out of him, and he had to close his stores. So fast forward to now is what, what you're talking about happened. No, nah, that, was, that wasn't even, like, right now. That was, like, even back in the 80s. Like, the Gucci bubble coat, they got that from Dapper Dan. Yeah, yeah, 100%. 100%. So they were catching all type of flack from the community from us for that. And it's really what really made it take off, though. And I believe it's the... Uh, the virality over substance where in this case it was a virality over like meaning they were going viral over the fact that he had substance and they were still in his sauce so black twitter erupted they were getting all this flack and backlash so that caused them to say okay we know we fucked you over we know you are a value you you not just some random dude making knockoff t-shirts like this is something of value we're trying to emulate that come and do this line with us and they, they basically tried to legitimize they legitimized him just outside of our culture like just worldwide like that mm -hmm. which is which was cool and i appreciated it and that that's real shit until we see them still that fuck shit here comes so, the however go ahead lou but there's the thing, man. Prada did this. Got got a, you know, Prada was a, a was a fading brand to the black culture. Then Prada started to creep back. Then they did that bullshit. <laughs> Gucci for, goes ahead and does it. For 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 the listeners at home who might not be familiar, what what exactly are we talking about? So with Prada, they made these little um, kind of like. They look like monkeys with big red lips of that were like keychain sort of things that they put on purses. Mm -hmm. Sort of like, um, and I might be getting a little too deep, but Cause is a sculpture, and they and they so they were kind of emulating K A W S those sculptures with kind of like a little trinket sort of thing by Prada with the little big red lips. So they did that. That kind of went under the radar. This sweater really got a lot of traction. Yeah, the baklava from Gucci. Which is weird that they called it a baklava sweater. Like, but a lot, yeah, that's weird. I don't even understand the context around baklava. That's Greek. Like, that's a Greek dessert. You know, so that was a weird name for it. Um, and then uh, T.I. being on the forefront of uh, activism. So shout out to T.I. for that. He unearthed a Montclair, which a lot, which very popular in the hood now. Motherfuckers wearing Montclairs like Twenty One Savage, the Great Twenty One Savage, the Poet Laureate Twenty One Savage said Montclair fur came off a of bear. <laughs> so Montclair's got the jackets with all little faces of little blackface niggas mm -hmm. on that. So they did that shit. So what we really didn't talk about is the obsession with with our culture uh, with. Feeling like we're validated when we buy these high-end brands um, because we're like, oh, we're not gonna wear Gucci. Gucci's canceled. Montclair's canceled. So we're gonna start wearing Fendi. 
we're going to start wearing Louis more. <laughs> what if when they do this shit? Exactly. You know, they come out with some blackface shit, or Louis Vuitton come out with some blackface and shit. That that's one of the things that I loved about what Ti did because he didn't just call for a boycott and call to cancel these specific brands. He came right back and says. And here are black-owned brands that you could supplement that with. Like, with the, these are high-quality, high-end black designer shit that you can get instead of this other shit. And here's just some run-of-the-mill. Like, not run-of-the-mill as in quality, but some lower-end, like, affordable black-owned clothing lines that you could support. And put it right on Instagram, and it was getting shared all over the place. And I, I love that energy. And shout yeah. out to uh, Cause too. Like they got a uh, statue in Detroit. Uh, yeah, yeah. I fuck with this girl. Yep. Shout out to Fubu, man. Where that shit? Yeah. What's no, man. No, no, you don't. White people own that shit now. That was the uh, dude from what? Shark Tank. He used to own it. He sold it to white people. Great right John. John. Yep. Did he? I think he did, but I think he bought it. So Fubu ain't did no blackface though, man. We gotta rock with him. Th- this is true. This is or uh, no, you, you, you know what I'm gonna do? Performing meals about some rockaway, man. Let me look this shit up, bro. Like, cause remember when Drake had on blackface? It was for an advertisement for a clothing line. That's not cool. Nah, I mean, that's it was different stories with that. That that story did come out, and then uh, Drake said Drake claimed he was doing it for an audition, or it was some movie or something he's supposed to have been working on back in college or some shit. We don't really know, but Drake's black doing blackface, so like... No, he's half black doing blackface. Have you heard him talk? He's black, man. Have you heard him talk? Who? We talking about Drake? Yeah, if he said nigga around me, I might punch his ass. If Obama said nigga around me, I definitely would punch him, man. I might punch him even if he don't say it. But look, that's a... (laughs) Why why you hate the greatest president of all time, man? Ladies and gentlemen, send all hate mail there. said, I hate Obama.com. Look, man, I don't hate Obama, man. Whether he's the greatest president or not, man, I, I don't really know, man. I don't really care. Anyway, man, like, yeah, man, fuck all that shit, man. Drake is, I mean, like, Drake ain't better than Soldier Boy. We know that. And I mean, so, any other music. The name of this clothing line was going to be a streetwear brand called Jim Crow Couture. Oh my God, cool. Drake! Come on, man. The, Vail, that's your boy. That's, that's your, boy. your man. That's <laughs> your man. I gotta hear Drake's part on that, man. They, they put a lot of fake news out. Hey, it's like, it's people, like I, it's I, I, I'm not riding with that. Okay. Story. I'm not riding with that story without hearing Drake's part on that, man. All right, that's wait, 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 wait. I got breaking news here. I just got a text. Breaking news, and I wouldn't say breaking because the shit is from 20, 2015. But just much like H&M, we got TJ Maxx removing a shirt bearing a noose that said, hang loose. Oh, Niggas got to buy their polos from somewhere else. And TJ, don't wear the going to TJ Maxx. <laughs> they be having a thousand dollars. They be having a thousand thread counts on the low, man. What the fuck? Yeah. I don't even know where TJ Maxx is, man. That... Bro, that, that man, that, that's where that, that's where all your your cousins should get their polo shirts, man. That's where yeah, I doubt it, man. <laughs> I don't even know where the fuck the TJ Maxx at, man. I ain't I ain't been in the TJ Maxx. Last time I was in the TJ Maxx, I was probably oh, um, fuck TJ Maxx removes noose T-shirt. Yeah, what? L- 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 you about to find a different store to get your chains? 
<laughs> Small chain gang. <laughs> Tiny chain gang, nigga. Tiny chain gang. Gang. My bad. You're gonna have to find a different gumball machine, man. I been saying oh. go wait, go ahead, go ahead. The bigger, the bigger question and problem with all of this is hey, why 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 do a why do a white company gotta do some racist shit for black people to be like, you know what? I'ma spend some money with my own people. Ooh, you know what I mean? I'm a I'm I'ma start loving my own people and buy that shit. Like why why they gotta do some racist shit for you to fuck with your own people, man? That's a very good point. Yeah, it is. It is. Because man, it, it goes back to I mean, uh, it's a song called Every Nigga is a Star. And we we feel that whatever we see somebody else doing as black, we can do that shit. So we are in constant competition with each other. That's why as a comedian, black rooms are the hardest rooms to work because everybody sitting, uh, sitting in the crowd think that they ought to be up there. Mm. And we feel gratification by going after things that ain't black because we feel like there's a certain mystique to that as opposed to our own shit. So I don't think that goes some way to explain that phenomenon. Not all the way, but that's just my theory. And it's another thing. It goes to the exclusivity. Like anybody can go down the street and well no because everybody going down the street to get that gucci too like that shit ain't they ain't going to fucking paris to buy shit like yeah yeah no (laughs) but speaking of accessible down the street shit that you can get i said i was gonna start rocking lacoste i don't know who owns it now but it was started by a french tennis player black man jean rene lacoste he was nicknamed a black mama because of how he dealt with his opponents. You know, those the shirts with the little crocodiles. Like, so I been mm-hmm. said I was going to switch to that. But I'm cheap, so I didn't. <laughs> but like, with all this shit, like, no, nah, fuck that shit. I'm going to bite the bullet. Yeah, I, I, I'm done. I'm done. With let me. This dude was This dude. Hold on, let me. Yeah, he was passing I got like a question for y'all, man. <laughs> I got a this question for y'all. Go ahead, too, man. Go ahead, bro. Yeah, he, he got a, the Lacoste dude, he got a black mama. That means you black man. man. Shut the fuck up. It's different. With, it's different, man. It's a little bit different. But anyway, I got a question for y'all, man. You All can't right, just so y'all like that. Uh, fucking hold on, misogyny. Hold on. Oh. Wait, wait, that ain't misogyny. Man. <laughs> That's anti-miscegenation, is what that is. No, it's not, man. Look, man. All right, look. We not even go. Y'all want to get into that? We can get into that, but no, I don't think we want to get into that. that. Not, not right, All right now. Let's not get into it. All right. Who said that? Makes me want to get into that. I got a question for y'all, man. All right, so I don't have no white friends, man. I know y'all probably do. You know what I mean? I know y'all like to... Y'all like to... Uh, Bro, shut y'all the like fuck to, up and uh, ask no questions. <laughs> y'all like to make Oreos and shit, man. So anyway... <laughs> I knew it was coming. <laughs> so anyway, man, so y'all not fucking with Gucci no more, right? Or even if if y'all could, uh, you know what I mean. Like, <laughs> I ain't fucking with the racist. Hey, y'all ain't fucking with the racist brands, right? Wait, just to go. We all got all the y'all jokes today, with, bro. So y'all ain't fucking with the racist brands, right? Uh, yeah. I, I don't just... think I could go into a store and pick up a pair of Gucci anything no more. Like, nah, that's just right. there for me. Did you ever? Uh, what about you? Yeah, I'm, I'm not oh, paying three hundred dollars for a belt. I'm sorry, man. <laughs> like, that was thing. I came up on one Gucci shirt like four years ago at a thrift store that was 
thirty dollars. That's the only Gucci thing I got in my closet. And I haven't worn it in a, in some while. Some time. Burning it. I'm gonna wait till this whole thing blows over. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let me ask y'all this, man. If y'all got a white friend and they wearing Gucci, is that a problem? Oh man. See, like, uh, I don't, I never really see white people wearing Gucci. Damn. Yeah, that is true. That is true. <laughs> you know, like, I mean, be, I don't really if it's see white people. First, like Armenian or some shit, man. Bro, we I was just having this conversation with a dude at work, the uh, the white guy. Like we were supposed to be going out to the bar or whatever, and it was it was a whole group of us. And I think he might have been saying like, "Hey, let's just go after work or whatever." I'm like, "Nah, bro, I gotta go home, take a shower, like that." Nah. So uh, he was like, "Well, I'm gonna just wear this in." Like, and you know, I I work at a plant, like jeans, hoodie. You know what? That's a white thing. A white dude could walk into a bar like that, and it won't be no problem. If me and you walked in with that wearing that same shit, they'd stop us at the door like, "Uh, where you think you going?" No, there is a dress code, sir. <laughs> he could come in with a dirty ass fucking Jeans t-shirt. Yeah, yeah, like that, that. That's what you call white privilege, right there. Like that was just they don't gotta wear Gucci. Like if we come in that bitch dressed like that and go to if we make it in we good luck getting a drink bartender ain't gonna never come over there <laughs> like this nigga ain't got no money i know he ain't gonna tip sad but true definitely i know y'all seen that meme going around with uh warren buffett and uh uh bill gates say like a hundred billion in his picture not a gucci belt in sight true i mean yeah but i don't know what's your though hey fuck all that shit man I got I to gotta get into that, man, because I don't like that type of shit, because black people, like, I, I understand the message that's being pushed that, you know, now people with money don't need to wear fancy jewelry or expensive clothes to, to show it. Like, you already know they got money, you know what I mean? Like, Jay-Z don't wear jewelry as much as certain other does. artists who ain't got yeah, as much. That's cool and all. That's cool and all, but we got to stop this idea of pushing, like, that white people are the standard or whatever, you know what I mean? Like, mm. yeah, yeah, white niggas shop at Walmart and shit like that. No matter how much money they get, they still going to buy their shoes from Walmart. They still going to get their shirts and shit from Target, but, you know what I mean? Like, we we come from a different background than them, you understand what I'm saying? Like, they're coming from, like, this is all facts, all right? They come from the Caucasus Mountains. And stuff like that. So just putting a shirt on is a major fucking step. For them. <laughs> Wearing shoes, for real man, real talk. Wearing shoes—that's a major fucking step for them. Oh Our kings and queens, we was always, we was always all hate mail, veil furious, and shit on. You know what I mean? It's in our soul to rock that gold, man. So like, we gonna be fly regardless, man. We rock that gold. We gonna be fly regardless, man. Right. The white motherfuckers wanna be rich and bummy. Let them be rich and bummy, man. But they not the standard for that shit. You That's know what true. I mean? Like, That's true. If I wanna look like, I'ma look nice. You know what I mean? Like my nigga Kendrick Lamar. I'ma quote quote my nigga Kendrick Lamar on this. I can't fake humble because your ass is insecure. Right. That's true. That's a good point, man. Like. They ain't the standard, man. We do what we do. Yeah, man. All right, so, yeah, moving on and keeping with this same hotel energy Bell started with. I, I don't want him to lose that, that hotel role he on. You heard the rage, bro. He on this hotel role and shit. So, we're going to get into this next uh, topic, and I can't wait to hear him speak on it. So, Ben, what do you think? And I know you've been waiting about this. No, I, I, I'm going to intro it for you. So... Uh, I just saw this story, and it was about these 
schools, uh, the school system in New Jersey. The headline is, how will LGBT history be taught in New Jersey schools after new law? So, it's a rather long article. I'm going to kind of skim through it and tell y'all the uh, basically the gist of it. Actually, no, nah, you don't need The gist of it is they're going to have to start teaching LGBT lessons, but the, it's going to be up to the local districts to determine how to implement that. Like, so the law requires middle and high school students to learn about the social, political, and economic contributions of LGBT individuals. But again, the local districts are going to be able to determine how that's implemented. So, Vail, tell me why the world is about to end. <laughs> world about to end, man. I don't know, man. That's I wouldn't put it that way, man. But, uh... Anyway, man, like this is this is just them with that bullshit, man. They pushing a little homosexual agenda, you know what I mean? Like, regardless, LGBT history, what the hell is that? You know what I mean? Like that shit. If you want to put that in schools, put that in college where people can choose to go and, and learn that shit. Don't put that shit in elementary schools and middle schools. This that shouldn't be mandatory. But about somebody's first off, people, your sexual orientation. All right, should not have a, a history class, you know what I mean? Whatever, however you contribute to society, what you do with your dick or what you do with your vagina has nothing to do with that. All that matters is your contribution. Like, mm. who, you, who you bring in your bedroom at night or who you choose to marry or whatever that is, like, that has nothing to do with what you brought, did to society. Like, Martin Luther King doesn't end his I Have a Dream speech and says, by the way, I'm sleeping with credit tonight. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> we, we hear a speech. And it's substance is a substance. We don't dive into like, so are you straight or are you gay? Or so this is the first straight man to ever land on the moon and shit like that. Like, what the fuck does him being straight have to do with him landing on the moon? What the fuck does him being gay have to do with anything gay people have done? You know what I mean? Like, mm. Obama's the first gay president. You know what I mean? But we don't say that. We call him the first black president. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, man, that, that, that shit is unnecessary, man. They just want to—they want to put that idea out there, so young kids. So like, they basically teach this shit, and they're missing in their sexual orientation, so that little young kids can think that's an option. Like, if if little little Billy Bob, all right, I know that's a white name, but it's the first <laughs> thing that came to my mind. <laughs> okay. If little Billy Bob is in class and Susie don't like him, but. Jason always played with him on the playground and shared his playground. He like, oh, shit, well, if Susie don't want me, shit, maybe Jason do. You know what I mean? It's opening his horizon to thinking, like, I don't have to be with a girl because girls don't like me anyway. Let me just, let me see what Jason about. I'm going to kiss Jason at lunch tomorrow. You know what I mean? Like, they, they that's the shit that they are, man. That's what they're trying to do? <laughs> that's trying exactly to... what they're trying to do. They're trying to, they trying to tell little five-year-olds, little kids that hey you don't have to be straight there's other sexual orientations out there you, you know, don't have to be you know a, a boy kid doesn't have to be straight like there's no law that requires nope. kids to be straight okay, you yes, know that but right? okay yes but nobody no little kid most little kids all right is not thinking like jason is an option you know what i mean it's opposite to track man that's think about the, uh, their sexual options right, period. Not, okay yeah, yeah but when i was when i was i always liked girls you know what i mean from as young as i remember when i was in preschool and shit I was looking at little girls, not to have sex with them, right. but I liked them. You know what I mean? <laughs> so could somebody come in there and tell you, 
hey, you know you could like Jason, and then you would have started liking Jason? Is that what you're saying? No. No, because I'm not as impressionable as the general public. <laughs> I don't but think anybody is that like impressionable, man. I think they are, man. Uh, well, Little yeah. kids. Oh, I said I wasn't going to interrupt. Go ahead. Continue. My bad. I mean, yeah, yeah, I didn't, I didn't get to finish this, but yeah, man. And then they, they also putting that other option out there for them, like just because your chromosomes is XX, you don't have to be a girl, and just because your chromosomes is XY, you don't have to be a boy. You know, scientific facts don't even fucking matter at this point. You know what Ooh. I mean? Because this was the yeah, first transgender here. This is the first transgender to ever uh, build a goddamn wall or whatever the hell they're gonna be teaching. <laughs> like, what history does LGBTQ? Whatever, you know what I mean, people have anyway, you know what I mean? Not to shit on them, because I know the gay mafia go come for me. But, you know what I mean? <laughs> you know, it again, is all it is, hate but. mail to Veil Furious at... <laughs> all right, all right man, hold on I'm, one second, yeah. hold on one second. Listen, like everybody was at the Grammy, at the Rock Nation brunch. All right, wait, hold on, hold on. All right, so again, that's Veil Furious at whatever the fuck. <laughs> the hate mail. Veil Furious, the GOAT. That's Veil Furious. Alright, so what you were saying, man? I, mean, I was basically done, man, but let me just throw this in there, too, you know what I mean? Because I think it works for white people, you know what I mean? Even though they really be being racist, you know what I mean? But let me just point it out. I got some homosexual family members who know I treat Bro, them with nothing but Bro, you say that shit like you hate them. You say, <laughs> you say homosexual like a Nazi says, Jew. I'm trying to be I'm trying just to be got so much hate correct, in your man. voice. I'm trying to be politically correct, man. I got homosexual family members who, you know what I mean? I be around all the time, you know what I mean? I show them love. I don't bring up orientation when they come around, you know what I mean? I don't introduce them as, hey, this my homosexual cousin or whatever, you know what I mean? Because they ain't got shit to do with nothing, man. It's my cousin. You know what I'm saying? So, like, why are they trying to introduce the LGBTQ community uh, with societal contributions with their sexual orientation on it, you know what I mean? Like, uh, it's just I, fucked up. It's just fucked up, man. Uh, I, I'm, I'm gonna get it. Lou, what you think? You, 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 you take it on for us. Uh, I, 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 I hate to say it, but <laughs> I, I don't think this is necessary. I think what needs to happen is just laws that lets people know, hey, you know, we're not going to discriminate based on sexual orientation. But this whole idea of, I mean, because, I mean, I, I get what they're saying around, you know, LGBT contributions. And it really sticks in my crawl, pause, around this whole thing of equating being a minority, being black, being Hispanic, being, you know, being discriminated along those lines the same way you were discriminated for being gay or lesbian or bisexual or transgender. I mean, they have been discriminated against in these line, along those 100%. lines. So with that being said, I mean, if it's under the context of, hey, you know, it's it's creating more of you know it's raising children to be more tolerant of people that are different. It's not indoctrinating them with this whole idea of being gay. Like it's I'm like I'm I'm you know you know to quote Seinfeld. Not that there's anything wrong with that. I mean if that's a decision you're going to make, you're going to make that decision whether 
you can go to jail for that or get killed for it. Or if it's accepted and, and appreciated, your different sexual orientation. I mean, there are, there are countries where if you're a homosexual, they will kill you. But that doesn't stop people from being homosexual. Exactly. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I guess that's cool that they are, that are, that they are, I don't know the full context of it, but I guess it's cool that, you know, they're, they're having, you know, they're going to have, hey, this person was the first gay governor or the first gay CEO of a, you know, Tim Cook's probably going to be in that shit as like the first CEO, of, you know, openly gay CEO of a, of a major, you know, company with Apple. And then you got gay governors and <clears throat> all of that. So, uh, you know, it's cool. All so right. that's like, ah, hey, you know, it's cool. That's why stinks. All right, Vale, you said a lot. Most a of lot. which was horrible. Horrible. I agree with the base of what you were saying. So, all right, one, one of Vale's things was, oh, sexual orientation, it don't matter. Like, nobody says after Dr. Martin Luther King made his speech, he's going to go home and have sex with Coretta. But they do say that they don't say that because that's perfectly okay. The first time a black man was allowed in a certain place, they weren't saying, "Oh, like let's take Jackie Robinson." They weren't. They didn't say, "Oh, Jackie Robinson is playing baseball and he's a straight male." But they were saying he's black, and right. it was a big fucking deal because he was the first one. Like. If your job found out that you were gay, they could fire you and it wouldn't be shit you could do. Yep. That's not that's not right. That's not what America's based on. And that was a law that went into the books not that long ago. That should yep. be taught in school. Also, I didn't mention this about the actual law, but they were doing the same thing for disabilities. Like the laws, people with disabilities protection, those are going to be made to be taught too, which is a good thing. Like, why would you not want your kids to know about anti-discrimination laws in employment, housing, education, and public accommodations for black people, for women, and for LGBT people? They had to fight for that shit just like we did. And just like I want that shit to be taught for us, I want it to be taught for women, and whoever had to fight and won that fight to get recognized and treated equally, it should be treated the same. It's redundant to have them fight for equal treatment and then say, but we're not going to say anything about it because that's nasty. I'm looking at this uh, <laughs> map right now, and we are basically one of the only, the only continent, North America, where same-sex marriage is legal. No, that's not even legal. That I mean, that's not even marriage. I'm looking. It says intercourse. Us, Australia, and like Paris, France, all that. But the vast majorities, it says laws restricting freedom of expression and association. Same-sex intercourse, illegal. This is the other, like the minor majority. Imprisonment, death penalty, life imprisonment. Those are the main ones. That's most of the world. So this is some fucking different shit that we got going on in this country and it's progressive in the sense that before it was like this, now we have progressed to say we're not going to kill you because of who you fuck in your own time. 
Like it, it doesn't make me a difference. I don't understand why people make so much of a big deal about what somebody does in the privacy of their own bedroom. Doesn't matter to me. And laws are laws. Laws should be taught. Like, and it shouldn't be taught in some special class. It should be taught when you're talking about all the other laws that you should be being taught about. Like, and you talk about giving kids a choice. A kid always has the choice whether they want to be gay or straight. Or you could say that a kid never has a choice whether they want to be a gay or straight because that's how you're born. I don't give a fuck if you gave me 10 dudes in a row all my life. I'm not going to be like, well, he's kind of cute. No. The second you bring a girl in, I'm like, that's what I want. Nobody taught me that that was something that's inside of me. It's something that I don't care how much money you paid me. I couldn't change my sexual orientation because I believe much like most of the other people in this country that that's something that you're born into it's not a choice but there are people who are born the other way and it's not giving them a choice by this being so uh, prevalent in society it's saying it's okay to be who they are they're gonna be gay regardless having all these laws does like Lou said it doesn't stop people from being gay it stops people from being openly gay and then you get those people who are living lives, who are married with three kids, but they fucking Joe down the street. Like, th- that's not necessary. You get like Jason, not it, Joe. It, what, what, whatever, man. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, and, and, and then you get the, the, the Bible. Pre- I'm not gay no more. I don't like means no more. <laughs> I did the That clip will never not be funny. I'm, I'm, I might drop that right here. I'm not gay no more. I am delivered. I don't like men no more. I said I like women. Women, 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 women. All right, now y'all know who we're talking about. But yeah, so yeah, that, that's just my feelings on it, man. Like, why would you not teach a part of American history? LGBT history what? in America is American what? history, like Black history okay, is yeah. American history, like all history that happens in America. Historic shit. If it happens in this country, Bruh. it's American history, and it should be taught. Bruh. Yes. Right. And once again, right, I'm gonna go back to my original point. Right, I'm not saying <laughs> homosexual should not be allowed to be homosexual, right? If a nigga want to be, if a man want to be with a Bro, man... Bro, you sound like Jeff Beauregard Sessions when you say homosexu- homosexual. Homosexual, <laughs> man. I'm trying to be politically correct, man. You want me to say the F-bomb. No, I no, I, no, nobody back. wants that, man. Yeah, man. I'm being politically correct, man. PC, bro, PC, bro, PC. Right? So, look, man, if a man want to be with a man, that's cool. He going to be with the man. You know what I'm saying? One to be with a woman, that's cool. Go be with the woman. I ain't trying to kill him. I ain't trying to stop it. I ain't trying to make it illegal. All but I'm you, saying But you're is, saying that it, they, people should no, be allowed to do that. I'm saying when Ellen DeGeneres, I'm saying if Ellen DeGeneres, if she fucking stops real hunger tomorrow, we need to just be like, Ellen DeGeneres, stop the real hunger. We don't need to say, hey, this woman who likes to have sex with women, stop real hunger. That has nothing to do with stopping real hunger. Let's pat her on the back for real hunger. Now, if somebody wants to do further research and they find that out, like, oh, look, gay people can stop real hunger, too. Then, I mean, that's cool. But I don't think anybody looks at it like that, like, oh, gay people can't contribute to society or whatever, but, like, they, what you do... They do. What you, but look... Go ahead. No, but listen, listen. Listen, I understand they was discriminated against. 
All right, we can you can bring that. I mean, you can kind of teach that. Uh, I mean, I guess you know what I mean, but that that goes into like a whole nother little, you know, what I mean portal or whatever. But you brought it up and brought it to race. Like when I walk outside, I'm black. There's nothing wrong with me being black. Like every everything about me being black, everything about a Hispanic being Hispanic, whatever. Like me and my race, my nationality. Like that's who I am. I should I don't have to hide that. It's not inappropriate for me to do that in public, but to like to to express your homosexual love at its highest peak right you have to do that in a closed bedroom and we don't need to be bringing that what you do in your closed bedroom into the classroom and you're absolutely right but the problem problem isn't bringing the bedroom into the classroom the problem is People are looking into the bedroom to get mad. What You're right. Your sexuality shouldn't matter in work situations, in class situations. But what was happening was they were finding out and they were treating those people. They, they were discriminating against them people. Like that, that it, no, nobody's saying, oh, let's trumpet our gayness. Like they, they're not saying that. They just want to live and be left the fuck alone. Like it's not. And you talk about Ellen DeGeneres stopping world hunger. Yeah, where I'm not saying that you, if she does that, the first thing should be gay. But what I what I'm am saying is the people who fought to change the laws to make it a crime to fire first fire somebody for being gay, they should be in there. The same that that, that legislation and how it came about. The, the people who protested, who died for those things, th there were riots in fucking New York. Like, shit. Yeah, yeah, people died for, for LGBT rights. Yes. Yeah, yeah 100%. You, know, you need to watch the movie Milk, man. That'll give you a good history lesson on... We're uh, not going to watch that. You might as well tell them to watch Brokeback Mountain, man. He's not watching that. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds uh, sound bad, man. Milk, man? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a gay movie. gay rights and it's called... Yeah, yeah, that's uh, not interesting, yeah. man. Look, man, stop comparing them to black people, man. They not black. Nobody did right. that. <laughs> that's did. just some whole type of thing. What you just did earlier, bro? No, you said, I said they're they're said, being discriminated. They no, but you too. Interject, Jim. Can I interject? Yeah, go ahead, Lou. Go ahead, man. Go ahead. All right, my my point is, and I, I agree with you, Louis Newton, is that. You have these history lessons so that you be, you know you have tolerance for other people that are different. So you don't use that as a way to discriminate against people and you know, hey, these people have made these contributions and they should be treated the same way as other people. And I mean, the way to, 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 to make the future brighter is to start them young, knowing that, hey, it's okay to be gay. Not according to some people. Uh, Vail? Let me, let me say this, right? Having... <laughs> Having a history class, right? Like they got black, they they teach but they teach about slavery and racism and shit in school, right? It has not make it made racism go away, right? Me teaching um, y'all, them implementing LGBT history in the school is not going to make homophobia. I don't like that word, but homophobia. that's the only word. Right. It's not going to make homophobia go away, man. So like that's not that's not going to heighten the tolerance because you teaching kids about it, like. Like, you got to understand, at the end of the day, these kids go home to their parents, right? And just like little Billy go to school, and he got a black friend, and then his white father, who's a KKK member, finds out about it. He tell, he teaches him, hey, 
you gotta hate him. You don't be with him. You understand know what I'm saying? <laughs> At the end of the day, the parents is raising these kids, and the homophobic parents are gonna do the same you thing. Must not have they seen know that. that. Hey, you, you must not have seen that World Star video where the white kid knocked the shit out of his fucking racist ass uncle or pops for calling his black friend there. a nigger. <laughs> what on the man that raised him though? Yeah, he raised that was stepdad. He been his, his pops been like, uh, look at him. Nah, look at him. A, he ain't grown up with no pops. Mama's look crackhead him. boyfriend. She been with for six months, man. <laughs> I know, I know a crackhead when I see him. See one in the words of Judge Mathis, man. But like, there's there's already a tolerance. Like, bro, people talk about it all the time. Like, ever since this, like, society as a whole has accepted uh, gay people a lot more. You know what I mean? A lot of people love bro, Ellen DeGeneres. I just told you. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Well, let me finish, man. Yeah, my bad, like, my bad. We just. We just talking about Jamal Lyons. Niggas love Empire. That's one of the most watched shows on TV, and all it has is gay shit. It's gay shit and everything. Niggas love gay people a lot. Like, everybody's accepting no, that gay shit. You know what I mean? Like, like people people are talking about, okay, look, I'm not the majority, bro. It's like, it's not as bad as it was. It's kind of, I don't want to compare the shit to us, but I'm not going to do it. But it's, it is not as bad as it was for them. Like, the shit is way more, they more accepted than we are. Like <laughs> they way more fucking accepted than we not, are. Not, anyway, you in this yes, country maybe, but worldwide they still <laughs> kill you for being gay. They don't kill you for being black. Yes, they do. What? For forbidding Greece, bro. Okay, oh, let me clarify. You get the death penalty for being gay. There's not a death penalty where, oh, you black, you black, you black, you black, so y'all get the death penalty. No, but if you gay, you gay, you gay, you gay, y'all get the death penalty in plenty true. of countries in the world. If we we not we not going through that. I'm not okay, saying the bro, police ain't shooting us, but like it's not on look, sight. It's on sight for look, them, bro. Even 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 with that bullshit, bro. Like you can hide that. You can literally hide that shit. When they was yeah, killed, when they, there are some communities who still kill niggas where they have their own law. If they see you in their neighborhood, right, or they see you trotting in certain places or whatever, like they they will kill you that, that's for being law. black. That's on the no, right. No, I'm not saying it's in the Constitution. But that's, what, that's what I'm saying what it is for gay people, though. Like, it don't still... matter. But, bro, you missing the point because you're not letting me finish. Like I said, as a gay man, you can hide that shit at the end of the day. You can walk outside. I don't know you gay from you just walking outside. You know what I'm saying? As a black man, when they doing that shit to us, like, if, if, if a, a community of white people decide to do that shit or I'm in a neighborhood that I don't know that they, they got a lot of KKK members or whatever around there, or whatever, you know what I mean? And I walk through that neighborhood. I can't be like, oh, shit, they racist. Okay, Let me that, hide wait, that on right, black. That's, that's, beside, that's not the point I'm making. I see what you're saying. Like, So you're saying they should have to hide who they are? Like, I'm not saying if they you, have to, but it's an easier look, to if, survive. Uh, but, okay, they can. They have that option. But what I'm saying is who they are is a crime. It is a, puni a crime punishable by death. Who not they America. are. Exactly, that's, but over most of the world, I ain't gonna say most of the world is punishable by, by death, but most of the world is still illegal. Life, okay, that's fine, I'm talking about, life sentences. But we talking about LGBT history as far as American history is concerned being taught in the classroom, right? And that with the article yeah, but, you, about. but you said they're more accepted. I said here, not they worldwide. Okay. Not worldwide, not even by a long shot. Uh, I guess. And you would be but, surprised yeah. <laughs> how how much that Hoteps like you and like the white supremacists have in common. Like if you do like if you start white in the middle and, listen, let me finish. If you start in the middle and walk ten steps right, and let's say that's Hotep land, and you get one of those stencils 
where you it's a pencil on one side and then like a point on the other and you do a circle and you get around to 10 steps to the right you're gonna get the white supremacists and y'all both hate jews y'all both hate gay people and y'all both hate each other like y'all hate the same sh- and y'all both say y'all women need to stay away from the other people <laughs> like y'all are the same y'all are mirror images but once you go so far y'all, once you go so far in any direction you end up in hatred like Can I say something, man? Yeah, go ahead bro let me interject here did y'all know this nigga blue face got a tattoo of benjamin franklin on his face <laughs> I didn't know that, but you know, I mean, it makes sense because Benjamin Franklin is on Blueface's, and I think that's why his name Blueface. It's kind of like, and because he a crip, you know, what I mean, I'm cool with Blueface the goat anyway. You know, that's a little bit off subject, but Blueface the goat. Duh, yeah, what the fuck, but man? Let me let me rebuttal that bullshit. Louis Dutton just said, man, real quick, y'all mind? Hold on, hey, well, hold on one second. So yeah, go ahead with your bullshit rebuttal. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Let me break down some real shit, man. First off and foremost, let me say I'm not a hotel. All right. And secondly, let me uh, uh, talk about the bullshit you just said. First off, I don't hate white people. Right? I don't hate Jews. I don't hate homosexuals. Right? I don't hate nobody. That's, that's I don't hate Jews. I don't hate, hate, hate homosexuals. <laughs> I don't hate nobody, man. That's, that's okay, I'm talking emotional. shit. I'm talking shit. Veil don't hate. Veil, Veil's not white. A- Look, let, me, let me show you a clear and distinct difference between uh, me, between, between me and people who have who are conscious minded who love themselves. Just between our, us and, and and white supremacy. All right, I'm gonna make sure right. I play the uh, Hitler music behind this speech too. Perfect, man. Perfect, man. <laughs> so white, so white supremacy, and then the Hitler thing. That's another subject for another oh, day. The, no, man, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> Any fucking way. Anyway, anyway, me telling us telling black women to love black men and black men to love black women, uh, or whatever. You know, what I mean, that's nothing but self love. Nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with a white man telling his white daughter to love herself and to love her own kind. That's that's perfectly fine, or whatever. But anyway, that's a little bit off subject. Oh, but go ahead, man. All right, but anyway, man, like I was saying, man, I I understand the discrimination part against homosexuals and all that, but. <laughs> You know what I mean? And it's, it's kind of like like I was saying earlier, not to keep repeating myself or whatever, it'll sound redundant, but, you know what I mean? that That's that's a sexual orientation, man. And But they, they push the group like it's a race or whatever. So every time you talk about it, you got to compare it. You end up bringing up black versus white and other shit like that and how the Arabs behave and how they do homosexuals and shit like that. But, you know what I mean? they they not a race, man. It's a sexual orientation, man. The two are not comparable. You know what I mean? And like I said, they, they got contributions to society, that's fine. You want to teach about that, that's fine. But bringing up their sexual orientation in a elementary school setting or whatever, you know what I mean? Like, that's completely different. Like, a lot of parents don't talk to their kids about heterosexual sex. It's not a thing like they just being disgusted with homosexuals and they like, ugh, that's gross. A lot of people are just uncomfortable. Adults are uncomfortable. A lot of adults are uncomfortable just having sex with adults or talking about having a sex with adults. Like, nobody... Who having sex with it if they're uncomfortable having sex with adults? No, I'm not... Yeah, I'm that saying, sound I'm real saying, bad, man. Y'all not... Y'all taking the shit out of context. Oh, hey, man. I never had sex with adults. I wanted to do it in the dark. I'm talking about it alone. You know what you're saying, like, man. Man, y'all... Grow up, man. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, like that's it's a like sex period is an uncomfortable subject, whether it's heterosex 
or is homosexual sex or whatever. Like it's an uncomfortable subject. So just stop to be talking shit. about that, it is man to be to be no, talking stop. about that or presenting that shit in an elementary classroom or middle school classroom or whatever. They're not like, gonna be talking. It's not gonna be sex education, it's, man. It's gonna okay, be- but it is. It, it, it raises the question if you say if you if you tell hey this was the first homosexual or this homosexual man or woman did this. <laughs> Little Billy's gonna ask that question, man. What's a homosexual? And you, and you, as a parent, explain to little bit. Do your fucking job. I'm not like, in the classroom. I'm not in the classroom. I got work. So, so who? So when they get home and they come and ask you, they're indoctrinating. Hey, My point exactly. They're indoctrinating the fucking kids. I, no, say telling your kid American history. Oh, that shit can be not American history, but not this. That's sexual orientation. Well, Luke, when you say the uh, homosexual. Uh, Ellen DeGeneres stop real hungry. Bro, you keep saying that. That's goes, not what I'm talking about. I'm talking okay. about the rights they they fought for to be recognized is you a uh, uh, protected right, class you that gotta, you can't discriminate against. You okay, have to teach. I'm not that. discriminating you can't against. Not it. teach that. I'm not discriminating. You can't say we got ocean. That shit is fine, but some stuff some stuff is age appropriate. That's not age appropriate. What? Like what? Like you ever had a is sex ed taught in high school or elementary? Bro, why they're not gonna be teaching sex ed? Why do you keep saying it, that? It comes up when you're talking about somebody's sexual orientation. And, and that's bro. a question. Like, if they ask why the teacher, if if your kid asked his teacher, "What's anal sex?" She's not gonna explain it. She's gonna say, "Hey, that's not appropriate for the classroom." The sa- it's the same thing. They're not gonna be talking about sex. No, they're not, bro. That, you that's what I'm that saying. Sure. They, they already won't. got the they, shit where they got. Bro, they got drag reading time and all types of shit. They got like drag queens coming in reading the kids, men in dresses and shit like that. Are they reading porno books? It don't matter. It's like, hey, mommy, why does that man have a dress on? You know what I'm saying? Like, it's it's opening up conversation. Like, if I want to teach my kid about about that, I should be in charge of that. Not somebody else bringing it up to them. And I got to talk to them about it at an age that I don't want to. Be a parent, but we're going to leave it at that. (laughs) All right. So, yeah, that was good. Uh, good dialogue talking about groupthink, mob mentality. We took it from politics to what's going on in pop culture um, to fashion and movies all the way down to what's going on in our educational system. As anthropology can only do it as we mind and mind culture. This is Lou Money. You know, Blake Silkwood, El Doso, the Silk Man, your silkiness, signing off with the boy Phil Furious, well, the man rather Phil Furious, and uh, Louis Newton uh, out there in the D with me here in H Town, keeping locked with Anthropopagy as we continue to mine and mine culture. We out. Peace. Peace.